Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1846, How Saving Money Cost Me Money, by Kristen Wong with GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right into today's post and continue optimizing your life. How Saving Money Cost Me Money by Kristen Wong with GetRichSlowly.org. I used to have a savings problem, but not in the way that one might think. For years, when payday would come, I would budget a ridiculously large percentage of my paycheck for savings. I left myself very little for bills and practically nothing for shopping, eating, entertainment, the things I vaguely dubbed non-essentials. I was determined not to live beyond this budget. Well, I sorely underestimated my love of non-essentials, and it cost me because I would inevitably overspend even as little as $10, which doesn't sound so bad, except that after saving all of my money, I had nothing left in my checking account and would thus incur overdraft fees. At one point, a $2 purchase spiraled into $300 of overdraft fees. My reasoning was this. My savings account was with a different bank that offered a higher interest rate. Yes, it occurred to me that the $2 in interest was ruled out by my $35 overdraft fee, but I kept convincing myself that the fee was only that month. I wouldn't let it happen again. But of course, it did happen again and again. It wasn't just the overdraft fees. There were other financial decisions I made in the spirit of saving money that ultimately cost me. I was so obsessed with saving. I was making unreasonable goals and ultimately setting myself up for failure. I desperately wanted to see all of my money in one place. Having 1,500 in checking and 5,000 in savings wasn't enough. I wanted the instant gratification of seeing $6,500. I would leave myself nothing just so I could see that number. Like I said, it was an obsession. I admit, I also wanted to get rich slowly as quickly as possible. Here's the history of my savings problem. I love to shop, always have. While I've learned to curb it, it's a struggle. 
My solution was to replace shopping with another activity that gave me a sense of self-worth. That activity was saving money. I figured using the antidote would solve the problem, but it was merely putting a Band-Aid on it. I had to learn the first tenet of the Get Rich Slowly philosophy. Money is more about mind than it is about math. Recently, I talked to my mom about this. She mentioned that my father had been on a money-saving kick, putting nearly everything into his savings, much like I had been doing. My father had become increasingly depressed, and having never suffered from depression, he had no idea why. Eventually, it came to him. He had zero in his checking account, intentionally. He was scrambling to outrun overdraft fees and also make sure he had just enough to pay the bills. Maintaining a zero balance is not just stressful, it's bleak. My mom, in her infinite simplistic wisdom, asked, if your money is costing you peace of mind, why are you saving it? Simply put, saving money is great, but like any obsession, it can sometimes end up costing you. Here are a few specific lessons I learned from my money-saving sprees. Number one, cell phone bill. When I was in college and signed up for my first cell phone plan, I had the cheapest, most utilitarian plan possible, something like 100 minutes a month for $19.99. Yes, it did occur to me that I talked on the phone probably in excess of 1,000 minutes a month. No problem, I thought. I'll use it for emergencies only. Ha! Needless to say, over the months, I ended up paying more in over-usage fees than if I had just upgraded my plan. Number two, new checking accounts. On the advice of a friend, I once got sucked into a new checking account offer that had an awesome points program for travel. I signed up and could already see myself sipping a two ounce bottle of wine at 40,000 feet. But the switch threw off all my auto pay bills, making it a huge headache. And the points program ended before I even had a chance to redeem any of them, making it a complete waste of time. Add that to the fact that this particular bank had the worst customer service I've ever experienced, and it cost me not just money, but hours on the phone. There are reasons for switching checking accounts. A possible free flight isn't one of them. And number three, bank fees. When I went back to my old bank, they did something that was very unlike them. They started charging me a monthly maintenance fee. They told me there was nothing they could do about it unless I kept $1,500 in my account each month. It's like they were holding my checking account for ransom. But I did have $1,500 in my beloved savings. I hate taking money out of my savings, but it only made logical financial sense to do it. There was no point in having a separate savings if I was spending $12 each month and only making $2 in interest. A no-brainer for most, but for compulsive savers, it's a very conscious decision. And seeing your savings account less $1,500 hurts a little. I'm not suggesting living beyond your means or giving in to overindulgence, but it's also important not to go to the other extreme and save beyond your means. The lesson I learned, it's nice to have the instant gratification of seeing a big number in your savings account, but slow and steady always wins the race. You just listened to the post titled How Saving Money 
Cost Me Money by Kristen Wong with GetRichSlowly.org. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. I really appreciated this article because it clearly demonstrates why concepts such as pay yourself first don't work so well if you don't also curb your spending. And when it comes to budgeting, planning, and making goals around how much you will spend and how much you will save, this is where tracking your actual spending is going to serve you well. It's very easy for us to be idealistic about our future behavior. We'll say things like, I'm gonna work out five days a week this month. But if history shows you typically only work out one day a week, Jumping to five days is simply unrealistic. Tracking your actual spending will put you in the position to create a realistic budget and set realistic goals for improved spending behaviors over time. The idea of tracking expenses might make you cringe, but it was game-changing for me and I continue to do it to this day. The reason why it's so powerful is because it helps you come up with a plan for how you're going to increase the gap between your income and expenses. And you can't come up with a plan if you don't have a sense of where you stand right now. Once you have a clear picture on where you're at now, you get to play the game of optimizing all your expenses. Where can you cut costs? Where are you spending money and not getting enough value from that spending? Well, of course I think we should all prioritize saving and pay ourselves first. You can only do that when you live below your means. If you track every dollar and optimize all your expenses and there's still no gap that would allow for savings, you likely need to focus more of your efforts on increasing your income. Pay yourself first sounds great, but it's not really practical to save money if that forces you to have no money for groceries. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day. And I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.